This is The Rational Perspective. I'm Alec Hogg. Well, after decades of focusing on my home market in South Africa, four years ago, I began getting my teeth into global stocks. It was sparked by a sponsorship from Standard Bank, which wanted to attract attention to its groundbreaking web trader platform that enabled the long-isolated, exchange-control-bound South Africans to start looking about investing in stocks abroad. That was a stimulus for the creation of the BizNews Global Share Portfolio, which has delivered a 32% annual compound growth since its launch in December 2014. A big part of that stellar performance is due to Amazon.com, which we bought at $327 a share. And as the near five bagger in under four years, it's now obviously my favorite stock in the whole world. But participating in the BizNews Global Share Portfolio has been challenging. Investors need to do a lot of heavy lifting themselves and calculate the weightings to replicate our holdings. So in November last year, when Easy Equities introduced U.S. stocks onto their platform, we jumped at the opportunity to partner with them. The Easy team combined a fractional share invention with an equally innovative bundle concept. And that makes investing into what we call the BizNews U.S. Exponential Portfolio a pretty simple matter. Clients can get a slice of the whole pie for just 250 rand at a time. That's a little more than $20. Well, when structuring this exponential portfolio, I went back to the well and decided to put a hefty 25% of the allocation into Amazon.com. And we launched the portfolio in November, at which time Amazon was trading at $1,000 a share. Bezos' beauty has once again delivered the goods, and in double-quick time this time around, Amazon's price has risen a touch over 50% in the last four months to over $1,500 a share today. In the process, it's pulled the exponential portfolio's return to 20% since its launch in uh, November, which was only four months ago as we do this podcast. The reason for buying Amazon back in 2014 and again last November hasn't changed. Jeff Bezos has always put consumers at the center of his company's universe. If you read his annual letters to shareholders, which I do, and they go back more than 20 years now, you'll get a very good understanding of what I mean. Everything else at Amazon has flowed from that single driver. And an obvious beneficiary It is, too, of what is termed the network effect, because the bigger Amazon gets, the more it flourishes. So what's next for this amazing enterprise? And indeed, should we still be holding on to the shares? The Bloomberg surveillance team put those kind of questions to Scott Mushkin. He's a senior retail analyst at the U.S.-based Wolf Research. Mushkin is one of the top-rated analysts in his sector in the whole of the United States. He's received numerous awards and is ranked among the top five in America by both the Wall Street Journal and the Institutional Investor. In a nutshell, Mushkin reckons Amazon's price is headed for $2,000 a share. I like him. Here comes Bloomberg's Tom Keen. It is good to have a few miles 
under the research pavement, and that would be Scott Mushkin out of Boston College, out of the University of Chicago, who has made a career, in a really good career, of consumer retail. And that means all the usual names and Amazon. He is with Wolf Research. And Scott, just to get it out of the way, you are beyond enthusiastic about a small cardboard box company named Amazon. How do you get out to $2,000 a share? And I know you're going to extrapolate that forward from there. Why the overt optimism on Amazon? So, well, first of all, thanks for the, the kind introduction and, and for having me on. But I think the the, the optimism on Amazon, especially uh, as the stock share already climbed, it has to do with what they're doing in consumables, um, particularly fresh. And so we're seeing the company move aggressively into the $1.5 trillion market for consumables. Uh, and we think the hearts and minds of the consumer will be one in the fresh area. And of course, they bought Whole Foods. Um, and they are quickly consolidating that under their uh, their umbrella, and it has a lot to do with trust. I and mean, when the consumer trusts you for fresh, um, it has to do with frequency. And so we think the frequency increases a lot with Amazon if they get if the consumer to engage them uh, with their fresh purchases. Scott, let me just put it to you: uh, Sprouts uh, Farmers Market, as well as Kroger. Are they going to go quietly into the night along with Walmart? Are they just going to cede this business to Amazon? Yeah, and Sprouts, I don't think. I, no, I think the answer is no. It's a you know, small farmer's market style company with, which leads with fresh. So it's not that you know, Amazon wins everybody. Um, but when you talk about the traditional supermarkets, we, we worry a lot about them. Um, we think Amazon's going to have 20% share of the consumables market. We called it Amazon 2028. Um, and that uh, they were going to suck a lot of share out of traditional supermarkets, and, and we were concerned. Obviously, Walmart is gearing up for kind of war and, and trying to uh, offset Amazon. But as the market leader in consumables, at over you know well over tw- a little over twenty share, I guess uh, you know there is concerns even on Walmart, uh, especially as Amazon is now moving towards. The thing about consumables is they, you know, they're much more uh, uh, egalitarian. In other words, everybody. Everybody eats. Um, and so as Amazon attacks the consumables market, they are attacking uh, the Walmart customer uh, more and more. So you think that Walmart is going to struggle competing against Amazon? I think everybody's going to struggle. I mean, we did an analysis, and so it's an, it's, a, it's an example of one. But we were fortunate enough to be in an area where uh, we had Prime, and then we had Prime Fresh. Um, and then, and then they withdrew the fresh offering. So we analyzed, actually analyzed my own Prime account. And analyzing that Prime account was stunning. We, you saw the frequency as we engaged with fresh, the frequency went up, it went through the roof. Um, and then as they withdrew it, actually yeah. our frequency dro- dropped quite a bit and, and, and the number of purchases. So yeah. as Amazon moves into fresh and can get the consumer to engage, it's the same magic, by the way, that Sam Walton understood with the right. Supercenter. Scott, I, I got to inform you this. I know you've got too many children. All analysis of the Mushkin Prime household is affected by slime. Slime <laughs> is bought through Amazon Children spend hours on their parents' slime account getting up the uh-huh. order of like 15 things to buy, including gallons of Elmer's glue. That's completely moved the needle on slime. Pim, I, the slime, uh, slime alone, Pim, has changed Amazon's dynamics. 
Well, Scott, go ahead. Eventually, those kids do grow up, right? What are they? Exactly. What else yeah. are they going to buy from Amazon? Yeah. <laughs> it looks uh, well, Amazon is the the ultimate thing, and I mean, quote the book is the everything store, uh, the everything store that uh, the ultimate combination of the culmination of the everything store runs right through, uh, right through consumables, uh, and we even think they get into pharmacy. Um, so uh, once they once the consumer engages, they kind of own you. They're going to own about probably about eighty five percent of your purchases. Yeah. What about the use of Alexa and uh, artificial intelligence in the home in order to propel Amazon forward? Yeah, I mean, I think that's uh, you know Alexas. I think seventy percent of homes, seventy percent of the artificial intelligence of the home assistants are, are Alexas. Um, they're making it very easy to order. In fact, a lot of the uh, uh, CPG companies are struggling with this a little bit. How do you advertise if Alexa is controlling the search? Um, and so Alexa is definitely going to be part of it. it. Makes it very easy to order stuff. I don't know if you guys have an Alexa, but it's extremely Alexa. You know, order me some Tide, and you know she'll go. She'll go and do it. I'm afraid to put it in the house. Yeah, well, just, that yeah, is not not good for Tom because you know you never know what he'll show up on the door. Just uh, quickly, and I know we're coming back, uh, uh, Scott. Is can you ask Alexa how long investors are going to let a company that does 177 billion in in sales and revenue? How long investors are going to wait to move the profit needle on the company? I mean, profits are absolutely uh, a great discussion. We actually think profitability of Amazon is going to is going to move a, a lot higher over time. Again, in our analysis, Amazon 2028, <sighs> they have enormous enormous advantages. Um, yeah. You know, one advantage we were talking about is just the payments they get from from the vendors, from yeah. the likes of Kraft Heinz. Yeah, you know, you know what's great about this, Pim, and we can do this with Scott Mushkin. I mean, it really works. We're going to come back with Mr. Uh, Mushkin of Wolf Research and talk about this. When Scott was at Boston College, he had one of the original Alexas, and it'd be like, you know, Alexa, should I go to Marianne's tonight? You know, stuff like that. I mean, that's what it's, it's co college kids use the thing every day. Can uh, does your dog? Can your dog order on it? It's training. Roof the dog has. Yeah. Okay. God Mushkin of Wolf yeah. Research. Ah, <laughs> oh, the dog ordering on it. Well, uh, what an interesting conversation, though. I can tell you, Alexa is a big part of our lives here, uh, in where we live in the UK, and many people that I know rely on Alexa increasingly for doing. Not just listening to music and finding out what the weather is going to be and uh, what the scores are of your f favorite football team is, although with, in my case, I'd rather not hear them. Uh, but it makes it so easy to order from grocery stores or anywhere else that you'd like to um, get your daily products from. Uh, and that's exactly the, the issue that was being raised there and particularly being um, mentioned by Scott Mushkin, um, who was talking to the team at Bloomberg Surveillance. Well, the Amazon effect is becoming one of the great wealth-creating vehicles of our time. It's made founder Jeff Bezos the richest man on earth, and it's changed the lives of millions of fans, myself among them. Interesting to have heard Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger at the last Berkshire Hathaway AGM talking about the Amazon effect, not in the sense of wealth creation, but how it is changing the whole industry, the whole retail industry. It's interesting to note that Buffett used to be a big shareholder in Walmart five years ago. It was one of his top ten holdings. Today, 
when it doesn't appear in the portfolio anymore. This has been The Rational Perspective. I'm Alec Hogg. Cheerio.